This is your host, Chris and Sean, and you are listening to the Flipside Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about main character vibes. This is one I've been really excited for. This is something that actually helped me start getting good at tricks and start being confident at tricking sessions. So, let's get into it. Sean, do you understand what main character vibes are? I mean, I, I can see potentially where you're coming from. Is like you kind of have to be focused on like yourself and what you're doing, and not really like worrying about what everybody else is doing. And I mean, in a general sense, no one usually really gives two shits of like what you're doing. <laughs> they may judge I mean, a little true. bit, but like you kind of have to leave their opinions to the side and just like focus on like what you're doing to better yourself. Yeah. So I mean, like, what about? I mean, like, oh, let's just start simple. What's a main character? Why is the main character a main character? Uh, well, let's see. If you're going off of like any other show, usually they're the main focus of attention. They're there's some special thing about them normally, but I, I, that's kind of where my mind goes into like main character. So wh- where where is your mind going with this one? Um. So basically, like, like the main character, they don't start out being the best, you know, except like yep. maybe in One Punch Man. Right. So, <laughs> but even he has character development. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is like the majority of main characters, they start the show or the movie and they are, you know, they have an issue, whatever. They're not good at something. They show up, they're nervous, whatever it is. And uh, they're trying to do what they're trying to do. And they are worried about what everyone thinks and they go through all their character development. But then in the end, they usually come out on top. Right. So, so they don't get there by backing off. And so what we're talking about is trying to show up to the session and not be worried about being the best person at the session. You're worried about being the main character because everybody is the main character of their own story. And I, I definitely struggled with this. Um, like initially my issue was I would, I I wouldn't train kicks at all because I have no martial arts background. And when I first started tricking, Eric was my tricking buddy. So it's just me and Eric and he is a fifth degree black belt. So he has really good kicks and he took it very seriously. So whenever I would do kicks, he'd be like, man, what are you doing? This doesn't look right. This is what you need to do. You know? And like, he just has an aggressive teaching style. And yeah. <laughs> which is good. You know, I've, I've adapted to understanding that, but originally it was really hard to be comfortable <laughs> training kicks because I just got so much backlash. And I was like, eventually, you know, I enjoy training kicks. I don't care if I'm bad at it, because I'm only going to get better if I actually train them. He didn't start with the best kicks. You know, that's a main character mentality is jumping into being like, I'm bad right now. I don't need to be the best at what I'm doing because character development. Okay. Yeah. So that's really what it's about. And I also struggled this. I still do when like Ethan Turner's at the session, you know, or anyone who can consistently like hit triple cork and I'm there and I'm like, man, I got to keep up that's not the case like that's not what i was there to do today Uh, whatever it is it's just i am there to train and however i'm there to train is training because yeah because it's my story i'm there for myself it's my i'm the main character of my own story interesting so i mean i like to reference anime and manga more often than not in my own head i appreciate makes sense like um so like the main things i'm thinking of when you're explaining like the main character vibe is like uh, Hinata from Haikyuu or being um, the main character from uh, Over. Well, the Battle Line, he just was the best right away. Uh, 
there wasn't any real build up to that. He was always pretty much just the best. Like he was, and that was pretty much just like part of the character because he was just in that that world. That's not to say that everyone else wasn't also good. True. And there were people that were higher level than him. You know, like he didn't start at the highest level. He was better because of certain things. So that's kind of the idea too. You know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I think, like, Yomushi Pedal, um, which is really, like, it was just this Joe Schmo who was just biking and then got onto a bike team and really noticed, like, how much he was lacking and, like, learned to get better. And then there's, like, the original, like, Slam Dunk for basketball. There's uh, Hinata from uh, Haikyuu. I mean, those are really big examples in my head because I read a lot of sports manga apparently <laughs> but yeah they're like really good examples of like they have like a niche thing that they're kind of good at and then they're they're still training over this whole time of really trying to get better and just like be the best that they can be and they have to really focus on like how they can get better and not yeah. really worry about what other people are thinking even though they take it as a competitive stance then like what you and eric would be kind of thinking at that point like with kicks for example like you were good at one part and you wanted to work towards another and you kind of saw it as like almost a competition even if it was only for yourself of like how can i get better and how can i like potentially like either get to his level or like start to like creep past him in some level or am yeah, i totally. like, and, off on that no you're right and, and then something else i really want to touch on is what you said is that the main characters have a little a, a niche thing that they're really good at right they're not good at the standard things there's usually something odd that they stand out at you know and and they take advantage of that and that is building your own style being comfortable with your own style and you only get there from trying everything you don't just say oh this is what i want and then you just focus on that you work on everything just like we've always talked about you work all the basics and then you will figure out what is naturally good for you and you'll figure out what you enjoy doing and usually they line up because being good at something is enjoyable (laughs) so usually yeah usually yeah so so that will line up now i want to talk about what else gets you into that mindset because it is really difficult to show up and be like, I'm the main character of my story. Oh, and my story is yeah. a comedy because I suck at tricks. No. <laughs> me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so something that would always happen to me is like, I would always wear, like, I just get so hot at sessions. I always am the first person to take my shirt off and I'm always the person to wear short shorts. And I just feel like I was like, wow, I don't have a style of clothes to show up in the session. And then what I started doing is I would show up to the session in a style of clothes and they would, I would slowly, you know, take them off as a session, but I showed up in a style and then I was like, now I'm comfortable with my, like I adopted the style of no shirt and short shorts. Like other people may do it, but I do it way faster, <laughs> and which is fine. So, so it's like they're copying me now <laughs> because I do it sooner, right? It's just stuff like that. Or like, you know, yeah. And then like I've got, I've got like a, I've got like loaded up earrings now. I've got my, I'm all tatted up. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like it's my thing now. Like now I'm comfortable with who I am and like what my style is as a person. But also that is now leading into tricking because I'm confident in myself. So, and and I, and it's like the main characters always have one outfit, right? In, in these things, they have like one outfit that stands out. And if it switches up, there's just something about them that is different that stands out from the other characters, the side characters. And so from your own point of view, you can always be that person because your style should be the one you like and someone else's style isn't the style that you like. Right. 
or it could be that you admire it, but it's not yours, so you don't. It doesn't feel main character because from everyone's own point of view, if you're the main character, then everyone else feels like a side character. That's the yeah. goal. Okay, and I mean a lot of that also comes with like learning how to be confident in yourself. So like, it, it, in a way of thinking about it, like especially I guess starting out tricking, like find one skill that you are like just really comfortable with and just make it kind of like really good, and then build your style around it at first for a little bit just to like build the confidence. In my opinion. Because, like, in tumbling, usually what I'll try to do with some kids that I'm teaching, I kind of, like, look where their strengths are. Like, if they're a front tumbler, if they're a back tumbler, if they're more of a flipper, if they're more of a twister, or if they're more of a dancer. And I usually try to build their tricks and their skills around how they're learning, and usually try to emphasize the skills that they're better at, and then slowly work on everything else and try to make it get up to snuff or get a little bit better, a little bit quicker and evolve the style over time but still exemplify like what they're good at like if they are really good at doing flips so i'll probably work on going towards back layout a lot sooner than i would probably work on doing any type of twisting even though you can teach twisting after you teach a back tuck but they're just not good at it so they just need more time to work on it and then their dance is kind of like meh so they can do like a, a really good 180 leap and like a split half or something just like generic it's kind of like that same concept, and it's the same thing for bars, it's the same thing for vaulty. Like, you have to see where they're strong at. For tricking, I feel like you really have only, like, almost two ways of going. It's either you're either really good at swinging, or you're really good at kicks, is in a way of, like, I see it, because, like, there's not a really technically a ton of quote-unquote flip skills, except for, like, in swings, in my opinion. Um, so there's, that there's, there's, there's a lot bigger of a spread, and it's like... Okay. Because you could do, you could be like, okay, I'm good at kicks, but are you good at pop kicks? Are you good at frontside, backside? Are you good at punch? And punch could be for kicks or it could be for flips. It could be cartwheel. Like, it could be a setup. Like, for me, Master Scoot is my setup. Everything else comes from Master Scoot. My cheek kicks come from Master Scoot or a version of Scoot. And my my swings, all my biggest power tricks all came from Scoot and Master Scoot first. And all my technical tricks always come from Master Scoot first. And then TDR is just generally a more powerful skill and uh, like setup and as well as G-Switch, at least for me. And so once I learn it from the most comfortable setup and I start moving it into the more powerful ones, because what tends to happen is your more powerful one is also the one that usually has the least contact time or is the most, uh, like we've talked about, uh, uh, like a, a power zone. Uh, the more powerful it is, the smaller your power zone. So a G switch is so powerful because the like if that needle, say say your your needle has to hit the center, right? The chance of hitting it is smaller. It's a smaller uh, like ray essentially yes. versus a master scoot. The ray is huge. It's almost like it's almost fifty percent of your clock. You know, for where that needle needs to line up for you to do whatever trick you're trying to do. Obviously, the bigger the trick, the smaller the gap, and then the as the setup increases in power then it's even smaller based on that next trick that's following. So that's why I say it's so important to know what you're good at because you it's so individualized. And it is. And then I want to go back to what you were saying about being a coach is like so from your point of view, you're the main character and your journey is to be the best coach you can be and make an awesome team, but from each girl's perspective that you're coaching, you are a side character, a mentor to get them to a certain Right. That is true. I guess I never really think about it that way because, like, technically, yeah, you see everything from first person view. So it's totally. a lot different. So, like, I'm 
I see it as I'm trying to build a well-diverse team, but they could just be seeing it as, like, oh, he's just doing, like, the same thing with everybody, even though it's not 100% the same, because, like, I'll tailor certain things to certain kids, depending on, like, where their strengths lie. And this huh. is super relatable to injuries as well, because um, I've definitely gotten, you know, a serious injury and been like, man, I can't be the main character anymore. And it's not like I need to be the center of attention or anything. It's, yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, I don't feel like I could be where I want to be or I feel like my character development or my journey is is over um, to some extent or that it's switching paths and it's not the path that my main character was supposed to take. Um, but then something else that this helped me with is is I realized that being a main character isn't just about tricking, you know? And that's why I'm talking about the clothes too is like, okay, wh where are you at with work? Where are you at with, you know, other things in life that – give you the confidence to be a main character. And there's so many people who are getting older who are putting tricking second, you know? Like, when you, once you get a job and once you um, start living your life outside of the gym, it's like, like, because you have to. Because people grow up and it's not that tricking can't be, you know, super important. It's just the other things do exist. You can't just be tricking because you can't get paid for that yet. And, and the people that do, it's just not, you know, it's not survivable and there's so much that would go into it. It's just not there yet. So... I'm saying that, that that if you are confident in the rest of your life, then that will help you in tricking, even if tricking is number two. You can still be the main character. You don't have to be the best. Does that make you don't sense? You have to be the best to be the main character. Like, that's proven right. usually time and time again. And it's the thing, like, and it's hard because I'm glad that, like, especially more of coming up generation is, like, focusing a little bit more on mental health and stuff like that. Like, I mean, that is kind of a mental health thing. Totally. Like, being able to be confident in, like, how you present yourself and, like, how you act and, like, how you do things is hard because, like, I haven't really, I mean, personally been like that except for the past, like, two, maybe three years. Like, definitely throughout high school, I wasn't like that. And even some of my early 20s, I wasn't like that. I wasn't, like, openly just like, oh, yeah, I, I read manga and I watch anime. Like, in your 20s, like, I originally like me growing up i was like oh yeah by then you're just like doing whatever like you're in your career you're not do you don't watch those kinds of things anymore it's like more serious and i'm like well i'm still like serious about what i do i still take what i do seriously i do research and i try to look up new things and try to keep learning and evolving but it's just a hobby so like why does it really matter what someone else thinks about my hobby like it's something that i enjoy doing like yeah, dude i struggle like, with that big time yeah, because everyone I knew around me was so serious. Um, and it was like, I turned 18 and I was like, damn it, I'm an adult now. I'm going to be so bored. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm still the exact same person. I don't have to change anything. What's yeah. going on? You know, you, you put these expectations on yourself and you expect others to do it too. And then you go, wait a second, I'm main character. This is my life. I get to choose what I do. And so that's why I'm telling you guys, like, like I'm not saying that you need to have everything put together. I'm saying you guys get to prioritize what's important to you. And you, but you have yes. to do it in a way that you're proud of and that you're happy with so that when you show up, wherever it is in life, you can say, this is what I do and this is why I do it. Because if you don't have a reason behind it, then you're not confident in what you're doing or you don't have, you know, you need to make the choices uh, consciously. You know, you can't just like go with the flow. Okay, I get it. But, you know, you make the flow. You're in charge. That's true. And like, a lot of people won't always understand like where you're coming from at first. You kind of have to know your reasons and pick your battles a little bit because some people will probably know what tricking is some people and a lot of people definitely won't especially like older generation people that i've ever met like 
it's not just like a huge well-known thing yet so when yeah. you say like oh yeah like this is my hobby i do tricking and they're like well what does that mean because like old terminology like tricking is like <laughs> we, <laughs> so know, like, we know <laughs> it, yeah it's like a little different so like even when i first heard that term i was like i'm a little confused but then like as i've gotten to know like you eric jeff and i'm like it's really like it is a term that should just be more well taken and that it is just it's what it is. Because, because there's this there's thing where thing bailey Payne, uh he went on um fucking the ellen show i think it was and he was told that he had to say i do flips and stuff or something like that and uh because he they didn't want him to say tricking or trick on the show yep because it just has a negative connotation exactly yeah for that so, reason i can't understand now that i like have learned more about tricking over time is like it doesn't it should have developed a new yeah a new translation it has a new meaning yeah. now so it's not weird to say but um yeah, and then I, I actually went up into my workout space upstairs uh, in my apartment. And I was up there and I was wearing jeans and a sweatshirt. And I was wearing uh, Vans. And I walked in and everyone was like, what are you doing? You don't know how to work out. This guy looks so out of place. And I was like, yeah, definitely out of place. But I went into the hard floor studio and then I just threw down breakdancing tricks. And some people uh, walked into stretch and they saw me in there and they go, oh, you know? So it's like, if you're proud of what you're doing, it's like you can just walk in and do whatever you want. And then I, after I did that, I, you know, my wrists, I'm still developing my wrists so that I can start doing more breakdancing. And I went into the workout area. I rolled up my sleeves and I did a bunch of wrist exercises um, in the workout room. But they had seen me previously. It's like almost like I'm proving to them like that I belong there and that I'm not out of place and I do know what I'm doing. And it was like... Yeah. Because I was, I, I had a purpose, and I, I didn't, I wasn't just going in there in in man's jeans and a sweatshirt, like all weird, you know, like I'm not. <laughs> and I was no. so comfortable doing that because I knew why I was there. I had a reason behind it. And if anyone come around, would be like, "Watch this! Like this is sick." It's not like I need to show them up. That's not what it's about. It's just I'm confident, and I would like to show them, you know, not for any yeah. other reason than like spread awareness. They would enjoy it. They would enjoy it. You know. It is, I mean, tricking is really cool. So, I mean, I get you. It's really cool. So, yeah. And that's another thing with, like, in a way, like, and we probably really touched on it, is main character vibes. Is like, you just gotta be, like, confident in what you're doing, regardless of if it's a first impression or not. Because, especially, like, when you're walking into the session, like, if it's a lot of new people, like, if you're going to a gathering, you're probably not gonna know a majority of the people who are there, or if you do, like, you know who they are, but you've probably not met them, oh, and they so don't really mind. remember you, so you gotta walk in there, like, you're confident, you're like, I know what I'm doing, even though my level's not quite there, maybe, like, if you're not, like, elite level, in a way of saying it, or you're not, like, the higher level, like, right before you, though, but you're, like, that mid-level, you can still say, like, I know my stuff, I know what I'm doing, I know I'm here, but I'm working to get here, and I can still battle with people and hold my own. Like, that's, like, yeah. that main character vibe. Like, you gotta just be confident, like, what you're doing and really show it. Right, you're like, you I showed up, this that. is my journey. And, and like I said before, those people that are better than you, they're side characters that are mentors for you. That's what they are. They're not yep. there to one-up you, they're not there to take your main character away from you and steal the show, because they are also there to help, and something else is everyone's been at the beginning, right? Yeah. Everyone has started from scratch at some point. It doesn't matter if they had a background, because their background 
they started from scratch also. So everyone understands the difficulty and everyone in tricking is, for the most part, I don't really know anyone. I'm, I'm sure that some people might have examples, but I don't really know anyone who is not willing to help or at least understanding. And they're happy to let other people go, even if it is just an odd trick or a trick they're bad at that they're obviously going to crash. And uh, something else we can talk about on a different episode is, is session vibes, um, where like when to go and what trick to be doing at that time. Um, but that's that's for another episode. But but yeah, I mean, they're happy to let you do it. And, and they will, you know, it, it's like this alpha thing where you people, all the people look around and, and you get nods, you know, or you notice who's stepping forward. And you're like, there's just a really nice pattern of what's going on. And you will learn that in time. But being the main character, you have to make that initiative because otherwise you're not going to be able to go. You're going to get stomped out by everyone else who thinks they're the main character. That's very true. Oh, you got anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think pretty much covered it. Uh, just remember that it's all a journey. It's all about character development. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Flipside Podcast. Make sure to share and subscribe to support our podcast. And you can subscribe by clicking the link in our Spotify description. And just know that your contributions help us bring you guys the best content. Make sure you're following our Instagram at the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast to get all of our updates on future episodes, merch, and other plans that we have in store for you guys. And you can follow me at Crispy Tricks on Instagram. That's C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X for my tricking journey and more tricking tips. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.